This episode was sponsored by Critical Dice and the Endless Bag of Dice. Welcome to the Compendium, a resource designed to help you spend less time learning D&D and more time actually playing. Then we have the classic, uh, the one that started it all, The Fiend. Uh, this is someone from the Lower Plains, Devils and um, and things of that nature. Uh, Demigorgon, Orcus, Bahamut, uh, Archdevils, Asmodeus, um, any of the Lords of the Nine Hells, which are not gods, but are close enough to absolutely be patrons. Uh, they get expanded spell lists. Um, and uh, the first thing you get is the Dark One's Blessing. So whenever you reduce a, cre- a hostile creature to zero hit points, you gain temporary hit points equal to your charisma modifier plus your warlock level. Um, and you get the Dark One's own luck, noticing a theme. Uh, ability checks and saving throws, you can add a D10 to your roll, uh, kind of like a bard does. And then their final one, uh, the capstone at level 14 is Hurl Through Hell. I think I saw that movie. Um, you can hit a creature with an attack, and you can use this feature to instantly transport the target to the lower planes. They disappear in a hurdle to a nightmare landscape. So this is a real thing that's happening as opposed to the Archfey one where they just think it's happening. Until the end of your next turn, um, they're there, and then they pop back into where they were previously or the nearest unoccupied space. Um, And if the target isn't a fiend already, which, like, I think a... um, a, uh, I, I think a tiefling would probably count for this, uh, but if it's not a fiend, they take 10d10 psychic damage when they come back uh, because of the horrific experience. And you can do I mean, that once, yeah. a, once a day. Uh, yeah. So that's pretty great. Yeah, yeah it reminds just... me of the Divine Comedy too, like the six circles of, of hell, like just mm-hmm. sending them to one. Exactly. Hey, uh, your screen froze. Oh. You... I'm okay on my side. Okay. Oh, there you go. You popped. Yeah. Pop back. There we go. Better. There we go. Awesome. Cool. Didn't know if that mattered okay. to you. Um, there's a lot of these. I'm going to go faster. Then there's the genie, which is one of the newest ones um, where, yep, sure enough, a genie is your, is your uh, patron. Um, but remember genies in, um, in D&D typically are more elementally based uh, as opposed to some of the other uh, mythoses. Um, and you can pick a, um, a gen of or a genie of different elements so like the gen the free the uh the marid the dao uh expand a spell list based on which one you pick of those four uh and then you get a vessel the thing that like you know like a lamp uh or it could even be a ring with a compartment or a stoppered bottle or a hollow statue um and uh that is your spell casting focus now which is kind of cool and uh, you get something called Bottled Respite, where just like I Dream of Genie or Aladdin, you can basically just pop yourself into that spellcasting focus for a period of time based on your level. Um, and you're like safe inside, everything's fine. Um, and so, so you could have you know someone carry that around for you. Yeah, and I was just going to say a, like Dimension Door, like uh-huh. you get like a free person. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and like if you were like if you have a party member that has to like meet up with a bad guy but come alone like the druid turned into a chipmunk and is hanging out in the cloak of the of the person you're inside your genie bottle so you know you can bring the whole team with you they don't know it uh and this pop out at the right moment which is kind of fun yeah it's like a dm note 
you'd have to decide if you want it, the object to weigh more than 10 pounds. Cause otherwise people can mage hand the heck out of yeah, that conveniently. You, you I'm just going to wild place, put you over these terrible traps. So then you can design them or <laughs> mm-hmm. like, sorry, it weighs 12 pounds. You can't. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's a 12 pound bottle take that um and then also too it kind of gives you a, a reaction of uh, elemental damage when someone hits you um and then the this is great the uh capstone ability is called limited wish um where you can basically beg your patron for a small wish uh and limited wish used to be a thing in dnd way back so it's not um, like the wish spell right we're, no. we're separating so, these things Right, limited wish. So as an action, you can speak your desire into the genie's vessel. So you're whispering into a bottle. Um, I really want all the chocolate in the world. Um, and you can request the effect. You request the effect of one spell that is sixth level or lower and has a casting time of one action. Uh, and it can be from any class list. Wow. Just, and then it just happens. Um, and then you can't reuse this unless you finish 1d4 long rests. Mm. So this way really is need to very need limited. It. Yeah, it, it's important. Uh, so that's kind of fun. Uh, a few more left here. So then we have the great old one. It's Cthulhu. Let's, let's not mince words. It's Cthulhu. Um, who does get name checked in the description. Expanded spell list. Uh, this one's a fun one. It was, it's in the original player's handbook, which is really cool. But you get awakened mind. Basically, you can te- you gain telepathy up to thirty feet, and you don't have to share a language, which is really a lot of fun. Because we've seen a couple of ways to get telepathy, like ghostwise, uh, halflings, and others. But this is one of the original ways to do it, which is really really great. Um, you get like a a shield kind of spell uh, to help you resist damage. Uh, and then in level 14, you get create thrall. Um, you can infect a humanoid's mind with alien magic of your patron. Um, you can touch a incapacitated human, void, uh, so if they're asleep or something. Uh, then the creature is charmed until a remove curse spell is cast on it. The charm condition um, uh, basically last until then you communicate telepathically with that uh, creature as long as the two of you are on the same plane of existence. So that's fun. You just Great. take the leader of the army with mm-hmm. you. Just yeah, it's a, tell them just, yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah. It's a great party trick. Um, Hexblade is kind of an unusual one because your patron is the blade itself, a sentient magic weapon. Um, in D&D mythology, Black Razor is a really well-known one. Um, it's a legendary sword, uh, and it basically was like you know formed in the Shadowfell and did you know all this evil stuff. But this one's kind of interesting. You get expanded spell list, and then you get the Hexblade's Curse, where basically because you hold this weapon, you can curse someone as a bonus action. Uh, you can curse the target for a minute, uh, no save, and. Uh, it ends early if uh, the target dies, you die, or you're incapacitated, and you gain bonus damage to the cursed target equal to your proficiency bonus. Um, critical hits uh, are now 19 or 20, and if the uh, target dies, you regain hit points equal to your warlock level plus your con modifier, and wow. you use it uh, per short or long rest. Um, and then uh, you can also kind of... Uh, uh, channel your um, the this bargain into any weapon, really. 
Although typically I think most dungeon masters would like say, hey, this magic weapon, you're going to get at first level because it's your it's your hex blade, basically. And mm -hmm. it gives you some extra bonuses. And then the capstone ability is master of hexes at level 14. Um, you can spread your curse from a slain creature to another creature. So kind of like how Hunter's Mark will let you move mm -hmm. it to someone else. Uh, you can apply the curse to a different creature within 30 feet. And, uh, but you don't regain the hit points um, from the previously cursed uh, creature. So now you can move your curse, but you miss out on a few things. If you don't have enough dice to make it through your game after every single set gets put in dice jail, make sure you check out the critical dice and their endless bag of dice. You can get a new set of dice delivered to your doorstep every single month for as low as seven bucks a month. Compendium listeners can actually also get a special offer by using the code Compendium, C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M, for 50% off of your first month of dice. Just go to thecriticaldice.com and use that code at checkout. We hope you guys enjoyed listening to our conversation this week. If you haven't done so already, it would really help us out if you would take a moment to subscribe to the podcast and leave us a review. The Compendium is also on Patreon. So if you like listening, that is a great way to help contribute to the content that we create. New episodes are available every Tuesday and Friday or Monday and Thursday if you're a patron. And you can always keep up with us between episodes by following us on social media. Just look up the compendium, that's C-O-M-P-E-N-D-M on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. Jason also shares a bunch of great content and plot hooks on his page, The Critical Dice. So make sure that you check him out and follow him as well. Thanks so much for tuning in and we will see you guys next time.